Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, Stories to Fall Asleep to, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Favel, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. So today's episode is no surprise. We are also doing a goat again, but this one is the Chinese Zodiac goat. The goat's personality is calm and gentle with an inner resilience and excellent defense instincts. They are often reserved and quiet and do not want to be the center of attention. In the story that we're going to read, the character Reuben reflects that of the goat much more than his brothers, and he also aligns with the Capricorn's goat in that he is hardworking, practical, and analytical, while also remembering to have an enthusiasm for life. Of course, the story I am referring to is The Three Golden Goats, which I don't actually think I've ever heard before, but it is super cute, and I'm glad to have it a part of this podcast family. Our validation space comes from Strong for Life, The myth is that bad parenting leads to mental health challenges. The fact is that while it is true that parenting can affect some behavior in children, no single factor causes or prevents mental health challenges. The environment, genetics, a child's social influences, and parenting all play a part. Many factors contribute to mental health, and playing the blame game or feeling guilty doesn't help anyone move forward and heal emotionally. Strong for Life also has a note that if you are concerned about your child's mental health, here are some things that you can do. Seek proper assessment and treatment. Help your child learning coping skills and build resilience. Discuss and know as best you can your family's history regarding all health conditions, both physical and mental. And before we begin, let's start with a brief mindfulness exercise. Close your eyes and take a posture that is relaxed, taking care to keep your back and neck in alignment. As you get situated, really notice your body, feeling the weight of your body on the chair, the bed, the floor, or wherever you may be in this moment. Notice the position of your feet and any sensations you can feel with them. Locate your legs and the blunt pressure on whatever seat you are on. Feel any sensations in your arms and make sure your shoulders are soft. Where are your hands resting? What are they feeling? Acknowledge any tension that you feel in your muscles and allow your body to express itself, being present in the moment. Just be aware of the tension or whatever may be happening in your body. Simply note the communication with a simple thought of, I hear you, that's how it is right now. Bring your focus to your breath, but don't alter it in any way. Just feel your body's natural rhythm as you inhale and exhale. Feel the oxygen enter your lungs, that slight hitch between inhale and exhale, and the sensation of the air exiting your lungs with another micro moment between breaths. Let's extend our awareness to our mind. What thoughts or feelings or perceptions are present right now? 
Again, we are just noting these thoughts and feelings in this moment. Don't try to push or shut down any sense of discomfort or unpleasant feelings, but don't dwell on them either. Simply validate them with a simple acknowledgement, such as, that's okay, that's how it is right now. Keeping the connection you have with your body, reach your hands above your head, stretching your arms. Tense up the muscles as you breathe in and hold them in place for just a moment. And now, as you release the breath, relax your muscles and place your arms back to where they were resting comfortably before. Let's repeat this once more. Raising your hands above your head, tense your muscles in your arms and shoulders as you breathe in and hold the position as you hold your breath for just a short count of four. Then release your breath as you release your muscles and rest your arms back to where they were. Now focus back to your breathing and notice how you can relax by taking slow deep breaths in and releasing your breath slowly out. Breathe in, hold your breath, and breathe out slowly. Breathe in, and out. Keep breathing deeply, gently, and slowly. Now notice your whole body as being present. Be aware of every part at once as best you can as you continue to softly and deeply breathe in and out. If you are preparing yourself for bed, continue to breathe in and out. And just listen to my voice, but do not follow. If you need to ready yourself to get back to your day, then let us now widen our spatial awareness by using our other senses. What sounds do you hear in the room other than my voice? Are there any smells you can recognize? Feel the item on which you are resting with all of your body and imagine it in your mind. Try to picture it as accurately as you can without opening your eyes just yet. And now, take a deep breath in on an inhale of four. Hold your breath for a count of four. And on an audible sigh, release your breath as you open your eyes and fully come back. And now, here's the story. The Golden Goats a Swedish folktale adapted by Elaine L. Lindy. In the long ago days of the fairies, and in a land we now call Sweden, a fairy was riding a coach one day that was drawn by three golden goats. Each goat had a coat of lustrous golden fleece. Suddenly, the three goats broke away from the coach. Dashing, they ran into the fields. Three farmhands, Jens, Mats, and Reuben, were working in the fields when the golden goats galloped towards them. Much accustomed to runaway animals, the farmhands caught the three goats. What amazing goats, said the farmhands, stroking the thick, lustrous golden fleece of the goats. Whoever owns them will surely want them back. Soon the fairy arrived. She was glad indeed her goats had been safely caught. She said, To thank you for catching them, you may keep my goats. That is, for as long as they stay with you. For as you saw, they are frisky. If they get away, they'll come home to be with my other goats then you will have a hard time telling which one is yours. Jens, Mats, and Reuben could hardly believe their luck. 
By shearing the goat's luxurious golden fleece and selling it, they would become rich. As soon as the fairy disappeared into the woods, they quit their jobs and returned to their parents' homes. Mindful of the fairy's warning, Jens branded his goat with tar behind the left ear. Mats branded his with tar between the goat's horns. And Reuben branded his animal under the long chin whiskers. Of course, the three farmhands had to consider how to keep the prize animals from running away. Jens and Mats tied five ropes around the necks of their goats and hired workmen to hold each of the five ends all night while the goats slept and during the day while the goats grazed in the pasture. Reuben, however, preferred to watch his goat himself. As they expected, bundles of golden fleece sold for a high price indeed. Soon the young men were richer than their wildest dreams. They dressed in fine clothes and built palaces for themselves. They started to call themselves Lord Jens and Lord Mats. Of course, Reuben built himself a palace just as the others had, and he lived and dressed well. Still, he clipped and cared for the goat himself, leading the animal with him wherever he went, petting and talking to him. Finally, the goat became so tame that he didn't need a leash anymore and followed Reuben like a dog, coming when he whistled. Reuben was even allowed to ride on the goat's back, and they took long trips together. One day, when Reuben sheared a large chunk of golden fleece, he thought it would be better yet if he could wind it into yarn and sell the ball of yarn at the marketplace. So he placed the fleece on the goat's horn, pulled it across his head, and began to twist it. The goat watched the thread grow longer and longer. Suddenly, the goat jerked his neck to tighten and stretch it. Reuben might as well have had another person helping him. So well did it go. When the length of yarn was ready, Reuben wound the yarn on the goat's horn, and the goat moved his head from side to side, just as a person helping someone wind yarn would do. Soon, Reuben had large balls of golden yarn, which brought a far better price than the golden fleece. Reuben became known far and wide for his wealth and his generosity in sharing his riches with the needy. Lord Jens and Lord Mats laughingly called him the goat herd, since he still stooped to the common task of caring for the goat himself. One morning, a terrible cry shattered the early morning hours. One of the stable boys had fallen asleep, and the goat belonging to Jens had escaped. Tearing his hair and running frantically around, Jens moaned the loss of his prize animal. Finally, he slung a knapsack behind his back, set off to find the fairy, and after a long search, he found her castle deep in the woods on a hilltop. Ah, oh, welcome, said the fairy with a smile. I thought you'd be here soon, since your goat rejoined us a while ago. Now, as I said before, you're welcome to your goat if you can identify him. But if you cannot, things will not go well for you. Do you care to look at the stalls? Of course, said Jens with confidence, remembering the tar he had carefully placed behind the left ear. Each goat was in a stall with walls and floors of marble, and he went from stall to stall, examining each golden goat in turn. Yet none had the mark behind the left ear. Oh, I wouldn't look for any marks or brands, said the fairy laughing. All the goats bathe in my crystal clear stream, and all marks are instantly washed away. Jens groaned. Golden goats looked exactly alike, yet one of them must be his. He grabbed one that could have been his goat. Though it resisted, he pulled it away until it was bound to leave its stall. Then, with a quick motion, the goat broke away from Jens' grasp, and with its horns butted him so hard, he was thrown out the door, where he rolled and rolled down the hill. When Jens returned to the village, he found Mats in the very same sorry state he had been in before. The workmen hired by Mats had been frightened by a bear rushing out of the woods, and they too had dropped the ropes and had allowed the goat to escape. You'll never find your goat, grumbled Jens. He tried to tell Mats it was hopeless to find his goat from all the rest. But Mats would have none of that, remembering the brand he had put between the goat's horns. 
and Mats, too, slung a knapsack on his back and set out to find the fairy's castle. When Mats arrived, all the goats looked exactly the same to him. He, too, was butted out the door and rolled down the hill. He returned to the village with his head hung low. Before you think that Reuben kept his goat without any problems, you should know that not long after that, a lightning storm struck and a flash of lightning frightened Reuben's goat, and it also ran away. Reuben set out to find his goat and came to the fairy's castle. When the fairy told him that all brands and marks disappeared when the goats bathed in the crystal clear stream, Reuben wasn't worried. Surely my goat will recognize me, he thought. But when he slowly passed each stall, the fairy laughed and said, Goats do not have long memories, I'm afraid. Reuben felt sad. None of the goats seemed to know him. Could it be that his goat had forgotten all the fine times they had shared together? Well, at least may I clip a lock from each goat? He asked the fairy. One of the locks will have to be from my goat, and I'll have that as a remembrance. Why not? said the fairy, and Reuben clipped a small lock from each goat. To make the pile smaller and easier to carry, Reuben tied the fleece to a pump handle and began to twist the yarn into thread. He pulled and twisted, pulled and twisted, as he had done so many times before. One of the goats leaned forward, watching. Suddenly, the animal stepped out of his stall, stuck both into the wood on the pump handle, and began to jerk and pull, stretching the thread. Reuben looked up. My goat! My golden goat! He cried in delight. And so Reuben and his goat were reunited. They returned to the village and lived happily ever after. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story.